Hello, welcome to Daily Musings with J.P. Hummingbird. Springtime. Springtime. Cold, clear sky. Mixed with... Pale blue mixed with like the white... Uh, like sheets of white, but with... Shadows of clouds inside. Uh, very majestic. The trees are still bare. But they look uh, content. And uh, the streets are quiet. You might hear a few cars going by. The birds are hidden. Oh, there's a gull. There's always a gull soaring above the above the buildings, just flexing its impressive wingspan and just looking like having so much fun. Yeah, when, oh. <laughs> yeah. So this is an hour of an hour of thinking out loud. An hour of trying to work my way through uh, through the uh, the stray sentences that that pass pass by. Uh, so let's have a look. Let's read a poem. I, I've been working my way through these uh, penguin modern classics, and uh, these, these I bought a box of these little books. I was picking them off one by one, and then I decided to just buy the whole box and uh, discover some new new things that I that I was <laughs> new writers, and it's. Uh, it's a genuine delight to have these little books in my hand, to feel the, the, the paper, to feel, yeah. This one's called Inner Skeen Road, July Evening. The bicycle goes, <laughs> sorry, it's by Patrick Kavanagh and, uh, I've never actually... This is the first thing I've ever read about Patrick Kavanagh. And, and the Pat Cav is... Patrick Kavanagh is also a bar in Moseley, in Birmingham. Uh, and so I've seen his face many times passing this bar. I used to live quite close to it. Shout out to... Uh, big T-Skinner. Big T-Skin Dog. Uh, I hope he's still alive and I hope all is well brother uh, yeah Inneskeen Road July evening the bicycles go by in twos and threes there's a dance in Billy Brennan's barn tonight and there's the half talk code of mysteries and the wink and elbow language of delight. 
half past eight, and there is not a spot upon a mile of road, no shadow thrown that might turn out a man or woman, not a footfall topping secrecies of stone. I have what every poet hates in spite of all the solemn talk of contemplation. Oh, Alexander Selkirk knew the plight of being king and government and nation. A road, a mile of kingdom. I am king of banks and stones and every blooming thing. <laughs> Quite enjoyed that last uh, blooming thing. <laughs> if, you, if you read it like... You'd actually say blooming thing, but you have to say blooming thing. It's like, you <laughs> that's very, uh, what would I say? I don't even know how to, how would you read that in an Irish accent? But, you know, these little islands that we live on out here, these green islands, we sort of, we have a lot of shared, a lot of shared habits, foibles. Uh, but yeah, kind of last night, that's what it, uh, it turned into this, this feeling that I got from this poem. It just reflects what happened. Yeah, last night, uh, I had a meet up with, uh, ah, let's, let's trace it back. <laughs> I planned a, a meet up with a friend, one of my, one of my great friends a foundation piece. Uh, and we just planned to meet up together. Uh, but we shared, we shared this idea with, with, with a, the Red House Collective, which is a group of friends. An old, how do I describe this? It's a group of ancient, <laughs> friends, ancient connections of uh, deep roots and a lot of shared silly endeavours and a lot of shared uh, moments of glory and defeat and and uh, like we s yeah, interesting it's a collective that we, we sort of uh, planted ourselves in Birmingham and then from there little things spread out and people joined and people left and people uh, but there's still a core of us that are, that are together and and Skippy who was out who I agreed to meet is like a foundation piece uh, one of the nicest men on the planet and uh, a man of uh, yeah someone you can build a night around because you know he's going to he's going to turn up and you know he is uh, and you know he's he's going to have some interesting insights and he's going to and you can talk and and you can disagree and agree and and you can really uh, express yourself freely, and and that is a beautiful thing. So, big shout out to uh, LT, the Oak. <laughs> uh, a fine cricket player as well. 
like Atherton like opening batsman. Uh, anyway, onward. So <laughs> I met him in New Street Station in Birmingham, where there was strangely enough there was a a high level squash match going on in the middle of the station, which is now called Grand Central Station, which is just absurd. It's like, we're not New York. Uh, so we, we'll always call it New Street Station. Uh, but it is an impressive train station. It's got a very international feel about it now. And then, yeah, just, there was high-level squash going on, which was, squash is a game, I don't know, you might know it. It's like you're in this little box. <laughs> They're in this glass perspex cube. And you have this tiny little... It's like the size of a, a table tennis ball, but it's made of rubber. And they're just pelting it at the wall at high speed. And then you have to try and get out of each other's way so you can play an, a return shot. Which was intriguing, just watching them disagreeing with the ref about who's in the way and who's not in the way. And is that... <laughs> it's, not the, it's not the game I, I'm particularly fond of. Uh, but, you know, uh, we just we were quite engrossed with it for, for a while, mainly because these two uh, athletes were spectacular. Uh, and they were really flexing their uh, <laughs> calf muscles and uh, nice sheen of sweat and just showing what can be, what we can, what we, just athleticism, it's beautiful. And uh, LT was joking that, you know, it's a, it's a middle, middle class sport, you know. <laughs> and then we just, we came to the conclusion that all sports are middle class other than football, which was the, the true working man's game which has been stolen now. So <laughs> it's been stolen by, obviously, market forces and it's been taken away, you know, interesting. You know. It's still, it, but there's still a lot of players that come from the working classes who thrive in that game. But uh, oh, that's another, that's, uh, I'm not going to digress down that rabbit hole. So, yeah, we just met up wandering around Birmingham uh, just discussing how it's changed and how shit stayed the same as well and, and then out of the blue uh, another friend turns up uh, Billy Boy Blaze <laughs> who's Billy Boy Blaze just, just airdrops in who's uh, who's moved to the Midwest uh, he's just living that Midwest Willie lifestyle, man. Uh, shout out to, to Billy Boy Blaze, uh, who's always entertaining. Always. Uh, <laughs> he's just always, always in that, that drama zone, man. It's beautiful. And so he, and then we stopped at, uh, we stopped at a trendy, a trendy ale establishment called Tilt or something like that. I don't know what the name was, but it was like based on 
fruity, expensive ales and and f- what are they called? Slot machines. Is it slot machines or ping? You know, like arcade games and stuff like that. And it was on three three levels, like very rudimentary. They've obviously stolen a load of uh, school tables and chairs <laughs> from a science lab. And that's what we sat on. So they've obviously saved a lot of money on that and then spent money on importing expensive... I don't know about importing, but... But it was fun. I had some sort of schooner glass, which was a two-thirds of a pint, <laughs> which I quite enjoyed. Obviously, LT and Billy Boy went for pint glasses because they're traditionalist in that. But it was an interesting place. I don't know, man. Very uh, hipster. It was probably about, I'd say, 45 men in there and about four women. <laughs> so in terms of... Uh, in terms of... In terms of what? I don't even know. The balance, the ratio. Uh, not great. Uh and I just remember descending downstairs to see what was down there and just very swampy, swampy smell. Oh, God, where is this going now? I even, I'm lost. Uh, yeah, and then it just turned into... Uh, turned into a joyous, joyous event. We ended up in uh, the jewellery quarter and knocked on the door of a, of a dear, dear friend... Uh, shout out to the guru uh, to the the Buddha incarnate uh, the just yeah Mr. Kishore absolute legendary uh, fun loving criminal uh, and a life enhancing human being uh and uh, a well of compassion, a bottomless well of compassion. Uh, someone who's who's been who's been however deep you've been, he's been deeper, and uh, however high you've been, he's been a little bit higher. And uh, yeah, so yeah, and it just all came together. These these legendary people came out, and then there was a late entry as well. Even a late entry further on, uh, Mr. Pablo Escobar turned up. Uh, <laughs> the musketeer, the uh, the that, one of the best huggers in the game, uh, and we just had a beautiful, beautiful. Uh, meeting of ah, it was joyous, very joyous, and uh, big shout out to all all those. But it's just funny how it, to <laughs> to have any chance of that stuff to occur it has to be start small. I just love it was a perfect night for me. Just ran. It was very started small, small little fire, and then just built it up. And then we're all to a point where we're all sat around this, all sat around the campfire, just sharing and 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 
just reveling in each other's company. Very beautiful. Uh, but yeah, start small. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a big fan of like uh, organizing a big night where you know everything's like oh we have to do it X Y Z and yeah we have to you have to have fun da da da. I just I don't vibe with that. It has to start small and then I'll see what happens and that for me is just the just yeah it's one of the beautiful things about being based in the Midlands is that those things still occur lovely uh, so yeah I don't know why I've told that story but I, I enjoyed it <laughs> and if any of those people are listening I hope you enjoyed it too and I hope uh, people who don't know any of those people you must have people in your life like that and I hope you do and I hope you cherish and uh, yeah well, what? Well, I was thinking a night like that I used to uh, like older like a older version of me would be looking for what's missing you know uh, or who you know maybe a person's there who I want to you know I'm thinking ah oh, yeah, I don't know. Now it's just a, that 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 little trigger, that reaction of you know what's missing. It doesn't press on me as it's just I just try rapture whatever what whatever's there, man. And it's just like I don't know. I don't know if that's come across in any sort of meaningful way, but just that ability to uh, enjoy what's in front of you and engage with it. Let's have a little poetry break. I'm going to... I'll read some Philip Larkin. Uh, I'm going to read this poem called The Trees. And uh, I can't remember why I was going to read it, but let's read it see what happens. The trees are coming to leaf like something almost being said. The recent buds relax and spread. Their greenness is a kind of grief. Is it that they are born again and we grow old? No, they die too. Their yearly trick of looking new is written down in rings of grain. Yet still the unresting castles thresh in full-grown thickness every May. Last year is dead, they seem to say. Begin afresh, afresh, afresh. Yeah, begin again. Just keep beginning again. If you get distracted, begin again. Whatever you are equipped with, take it forward and begin again. Afresh, a new start. Every moment, every day. <laughs> oh God, oh, I'm getting a bit preachy. Uh, <laughs> Larkin. Midlander. Uh, it's, remi yeah, rem it's reminded me of a line from uh, If your life is a leaf Let the seasons tear off and condemn They will bind you with love That is green no, Graceful and green as a, as a stem I've been 
is it? I've been trying to. I've been playing this Leonard Cohen song from his first album, which is for me is magnum opus and a timeless masterpiece that keeps giving and never stops giving. And every song on that album is just if you unlock it, if you just keep playing them or you keep listening, you'll just there's something new in every line. There's something you've. It's just a rich, rich uh, masterpiece. Yeah. But it's that song, Sisters of Mercy, which is now, <laughs> which is now, I think there's a band, isn't there, called Sisters of Mercy? Some dreadful band. Uh, I can't even remember if that. <laughs> but it's 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 tainted the name. Uh, Shall I try and play the song? Let's, uh, yeah, let's try and play it. But I'm going to have to find the lyrics because I can't remember the lyrics. Uh, Or I'll sort of forget what I'm doing. Okay. Mr. Leonard Cohen. So my, he is he is someone I admire without restraint. I don't know. Just his honesty and his uh, to keep reflecting, keep questioning, keep. Uh, keep creating and uh, you got to admire that stuff well you don't <laughs> let's have a look oh this uh, <laughs> if I butcher this song I apologise I just uh Oh dear. Oh, the sisters of mercy, they are not departed or gone. They were waiting for me when I thought that I just can't go on. Brought me their comfort and later brought me this song. Oh, I hope you run into them, you who've been traveling so long. Well, I've been where you're hanging And I 
think I can see how you're pinned When you're not feeling holy Your loneliness says that you've sinned to them They touch both my eyes I touch the dew of their hem If your life is a leaf that the seasons tear off and condemn They will bind you with love that is graceful green as a stem When I left they were sleeping I hope you run into them soon Don't turn on the lights You can read their address by the moon And you won't make me jealous If I hear that they've sweetened your night We weren't lovers like that And besides, it would still be alright We weren't lovers like that And besides It would still be all right We weren't lovers like that And besides, it would still be all right I now remember why I first fell in love with that song That last line We weren't lovers like that, and besides, it would still be all right. Yeah, I've always loved the idea that, you know, the people you love are being cherished, and and whether it's you that's, or somebody else, that it doesn't, it's irrelevant, you know. always hoped that every yeah I've never had and even better if it's somebody I love you know If your life is a leaf that the seasons tear off and condemn, they will bind you with love that is graceful and green as a stem. We're constantly being reborn. Constantly. Oh, stopped me in my tracks, that song. I hope you enjoyed that. just 
just so we, ah, I don't know. That's for if, I think Cohen fills me with optimism. Right? And I think it's common for people not to, or to see him as this, or is it? I don't even know. How do I know what people think? Oh, it just fills me with optimism. And uh, we need more optimism in the world. It's the most heroic stance you can take. Mm. People keep telling me that everything's getting worse and the world is worse, the worse, and I just, I just don't see it. And I don't agree with it. And, you know, maybe some things are going backwards, but most things are getting better and better and better. And, uh, yeah, I think that's, oh, God. I've turned it, it's turned into a sermon. I apologise profusely. Oi! Uh, wow, <laughs> that's really done something to me, that. I can't recover from it. Oh, man. There is a crack, a crack in everything. And that's how the light gets in. That's, to me, that's the, that is the beauty of Leonard Cohen because he, he's, he, he's been to the depths and he's been to the heights and, and all that damage you accumulate, it's essential because without it, you can't become whole. You you need those little cracks. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> ah. The magic of words, and that's why I love literature so much. When someone, when someone captures something. that you have felt deeply in your bones and your heart and your soul and someone can capture it in a few lines. It's just, it's just an incredible thing. And I'm always, yeah, when I'm struck by a line, a sentence or something, it's just like, trans, still transformational. Wow, well, I'm totally, uh, I don't know what to do right now. Does, every, does anybody remember does anyone remember Basho Matsuo Basho 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 I wish I knew how to speak Japanese I'm going to read I think I'm just going to finish.
Thanks for listening, and uh, I hope your Sunday is going to be uh, filled with joy, or at least taste some joy, you know, even if you don't like joy, just have a little nibble, a little bite, a little piece off, and just be like, just acknowledge it. You know, if you want to be miserable, fine, go back to being miserable. But just acknowledge that little little that little breadcrumb of joy. Uh just you know just take it, put it in your put it in your mouth. You don't even have to eat it, just taste it. <laughs> and just acknowledge it and and just say Just know that at any point you're capable of just tasting joy. Any point, the very next moment. You could just pow, have a little piece of it. And uh, that option's always there. That option is always there. Even in, yeah, need I say anymore. Uh, it's a joy, isn't it? Joy, joy is a choice. Joy is a choice. There's strength in that, isn't there? Oh man, maybe this uh, experiment is all right. Maybe it's all worthwhile. <laughs> if you can taste, have a little taste. All right, many blessings, many, many, many blessings. Let's finish with a little haiku from uh, a little haiku from Jack Kerouac. Autumn night, the boy is playing haiku. <laughs> <laughs> 